Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I am uh, Michael Simon from Macworld, joined by Ken Mingus from Computer World, and still without a host. I will be doing hosting duties again, and this week we are talking about all things Apple Watch. Um, I'm back. Ken, I'm back. I'm back in yeah. the in the Apple Watch uh, ecosystem. Yeah. So Ken, who has everything Apple. MacBook, iPad, iPhone, Apple, Apple pencil, whatever. keyboards, probably a magic key uh, trackpad in there somewhere, maybe a mouse, some home pods. He's got it all. But no home pods, not... no home pods. I'm out on the home. Never? Pod. You've you've so you've never I had one, one, but I didn't use it very much and I didn't really care for the way it, you know, so I don't have it anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Um I have two little home pod minis as speakers for my Mac. Um I know you have the studio display. They're they're yeah. better than that. Anyway, we that, we yeah. digress. Yes, we do that a lot. Um, so so he has a lot of Apple stuff. Buys the newest phone every year, all that, but um, doesn't have an Apple Watch. He tried it, didn't like it, and main reasons were because it was a, a little bit too small. It didn't do what he wanted to do. He's a he's he likes big watches. He likes big, thick, clunky. Rugged, etc., etc. Turkey is the new black. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, the 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 Garmin watches was was more of his thing, and the Apple Watch Ultra kind of takes that on. So that's kind of where Apple's going with this new. It's the first time they've come out with like a new type of watch. We'll say. Yeah. There's always been you know different levels. Way 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 back, they had the Apple Watch Sport. The Apple Watch Edition, which was you know solid gold when it first came out, and then you know mm-hmm. uh, other less expensive uh, materials. They had two sizes, different bands, uh, the uh, the Nike stuff, the Hermes stuff. Like there's always been different tiers and different brands, and but this is the first time that there's an actual like different model. The Apple Watch Ultra is completely different than the Series Eight yeah. and the SE, and anything that really came before it. So it's speaking to a specific kind of watch or smartwatch user. And um, I'll let Ken take over here, but it's it's basically right. He's like the target audience yeah. for this watch. Yeah, I was just going to say, a.k.a. me. Yeah, I mean, and, and I should note that I did write about this for Macworld, sort of my thought process. Uh, if you've been following Michael and I over the years, I mean, I'm not, a, I, it's not that I actively dislike the Apple Watch. I I had several of the earlier versions of it up until about 2017, but I wanted something at the time that was more, you know, fitness tracking, uh, offered up a lot of data on health. And, and so I wound up in the Garmin world and really, really like, I actually have a couple of Garmin's one's a tactics, tactics Delta. And the other is the newer Epix gen two, which has the, you know, the AMOLED screen, which is great. Uh, really like them, but I've been saying all along, if Apple ever came out with something larger, because I, I do like a larger watch, I've got reasonably large wrists, and so to me, the Apple Watch always looked kind of small on my wrist. And, and it's it's more than that because, like, some people just like big watches. Yeah. There's a whole class of people. I mean, forget about smartwatches for a second. Like you know, Casio, Invictus, even like Rolex. Like the these are big, clunky, noticeable you know, they are made to be seen yeah. on your wrist. They're, you know, 10, 15 millimeters thick. They're 49, 52 millimeters round. Like they're big 
substantial watches, and there's a whole culture of watch so, buyers some and of watch the G-Shocks users that, that use those. Yeah, I was just going to say some of the G-Shocks even get up to like 55 millimeters, yeah, which is really yeah. big. Yeah, you know, and so yes, there and, is you know they're, they're they're heavy, they're clunky, they're 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 big, they're a big giant fashion statement. <laughs> and that is and that is the selling point exactly. Yeah, and for sure, I, I I you know I like big, clunky, large, whatever. Not so much to show off the watch. It's just again. It, it, I like it for it, it looks better on my wrist, and I like. So I always said, if Apple ever came out with a larger version of the Apple Watch, I would be instantly intrigued. And Apple did, and I was. And two weeks ago, I got my Apple Watch Ultra, which I really like. It's bigger. I, I as far as I'm concerned, Apple could even go one more notch. You know, take it up to like 51 or 52 millimeters from the 49 that it's at now. But it really, which, which they might do, you know, they've increased from 38 millimeters to 40 millimeters to 42. 41 millimeters. The first ones were 38 and 42, wasn't it? And then 41. Right. And right. Yeah. I'm going on, on, on the low end, right? 30, 38, okay. 38 okay. and 42. Was it 42 with the first one? Jeez, I don't remember. But whatever the case may be, they, they've increased them um, in uh, three different times 38, 40, and 41. Yeah, it must have been 42, 44, 45. Yeah. yeah. So it's not out of character for Apple to, even without increasing the size of the body, to make that screen a little bit bigger. And there is room on the on the Ultra for that because it has, Absolutely. compared to the Apple Watch Series 8, fairly sizable bezels. It's still, you know, it's still, it's still they're still small. Yeah. But there's definitely room for improvement there. So the screen could increase yeah. without the body increasing. You know, so that that's that's an interesting thought. But, but it's, I, it's been I, really interesting over the last couple of weeks, or I guess almost a month now since Apple announced this, to look at the debate online, you know, on Reddit, uh, you know, Mac rumors. I mean, people are extremely passionate about this topic. And, you know, big watches are ugly. I mean, people literally are like, that is an ugly Apple watch. I would never have it on my wrist. And other people are like, I want it now, you know. And, and that's kind of how watches are. Yeah. Like they're very, very subjective, particularly when you get into those, those big, big sizes. Like I would never buy like those Invictus, those big Vic watches. Like I'm not into that, but a lot of people are. Yeah. And that's kind of why Apple made this because there's a whole subset of watch buyers who would never buy the series eight because I think you called it in, in your article de- dainty or delicate or something. Petite, dainty. Petite. Petite. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And you know it's not, but you know, when you compare it to the Ultra, it is. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, well, what's interesting too is uh, you know size size issues or size uh, concerns aside, you know Apple really pitched the the Ultra for you know hardcore athletes, you know divers, people climbing mountains. I don't dive. I'm not climbing mountains. You don't I'm walking. Not yet, anyway. Maybe because of the Apple Watch Ultra. You live in North Carolina. There's, there's a yeah, bunch. We of have mountains there. here. We do have ocean. Um, now, my you could dive go, into the Atlantic Ocean if you'd like. Yeah, I could. I go to the gym. I do occasional hikes, dog walks, uh, elliptical things like that. You know, um, so I'm, you know, I guess athletically inclined, but not really a ultra athlete, ultra marathon or anything like that. But Apple clearly, with the way they have positioned this seems to be at least taking a glancing aim at Garmin and other fitness devices. Uh, you know, Garmin, uh, I think I, I, I made the point of this in the piece that I wrote for Macworld. 
you know, the day or two after this came out, I think Garmin tweeted out, you know, our watches last for days and weeks, not hours, because Apple's big selling point was that the Apple Watch Ultra, you know, we go 36 hours, it should, it's got a bigger battery, bigger body, you know, there's more, you know, it can hold more charge. Uh, I'm finding even with two or three exercises a day, and that includes gym or elliptical, dog walks, whatever, that I'm easily getting past 48 hours mm-hmm. before I need to even think about charging it. And so that I, I never really was in the Garmin thing because I wanted to go for 14 days without charging my watch. Charging my watch does not bother me as long as I can like use it for sleep tracking. So you, you want something more than just, you know, 18, 18, hours. 18 hours is <clears throat> the bare minimum yeah. where if you're going to do an all day thing, which includes sleeping, you have to charge it at some point during yeah. the day. The ultra Apple rates it for 36, which is twice as much as the series eight. There's a new battery optimization feature that's not live yet that it's not quite low power mode, but what I think it does is it intelligently like knows the features and the sensors and things that you don't need like GPS and stuff. And it'll turn them off throughout the day, which will increase your battery. Apple says that could increase it by as much as 60 hours, which is that's something. That now, yeah, uh, we're now, you're about, to, now you're yeah. really starting to encroach on Garmin yeah. territory. And then they have low power mode in WatchOS 9, which could make it last even longer. So, yeah, you're definitely, it's definitely a long lasting watch. Now, I'll say this about Garmin, uh, Samsung, Blackberry, like we can go down the list of companies who tweeted like snarky things out or said snarky things when apple the Palmer and the iphone for instance yeah there's that like as if to say like oh we're not we're that concerned ours is better okay look out at something <laughs> if, if if anyone from garmin is watching this just be aware that when apple enters a category they don't do it lightly so <laughs> they if they're gunning for you you know i'm not saying garmin's gonna lose garmin has yeah. its they have a lot of followers. They make great watches. They have a niche carved out. But if Apple wants to take over that category, they're going to do everything that they can to do it. Well, I mean, and, there 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 are people in the middle. If you do the Venn diagram, you know, you've got Garmin and Apple or yeah. fitness. Okay. Right. There are plenty I'm of Garmin users who would never buy an Apple Watch at all. And that's it, no right. matter what. They could right. they could do a carbon copy of a Garmin and they still wouldn't buy one just because. There are plenty of Apple Watch users who would never buy a Garmin. I mean, you know, th- those people are are the extremes. But yeah, there's a lot in the middle. A lot. Well, it, it's very interesting to see how these things have evolved over the last few years because, you know, when Apple first released the Apple Watch, it was not as fitness, health oriented, focused as it is now. Apple has yeah, it did it not- did that stuff, but um, that Apple wasn't the has, it was like the third thing, and now it's become like the first thing. Yeah. Yeah, sure. exactly. And and I will I will admit to being pleasantly surprised back in the eco, Apple ecosystem at the amount of data that these things do produce. And there yeah. are other apps that can even allow you to be much more granular mm-hmm. uh, and get to the sort of data about your sleep habits or your recovery or whatever that Garmin, you know, sort of has built in. Um, same thing with one of the hits against the Apple Watch Ultras. It doesn't have maps stored on the watch if you're doing hikes and things like that there are a couple of really great apps you can add for five bucks that allow Mm -hmm. you to do pretty much that what i was going to say though is so apple over the last few years has gotten more fitness and health oriented with its devices especially health oriented stuff with like heart rates and things like that garmin 
interestingly enough, for those, you know, many Garmin users are like, I would never want a touchscreen ever, ever, ever. I'm all about buttons because if you're exercising and you're trying to do something on a touchscreen, you know, it doesn't work well. Well, you know, Garmin this year rolled out uh, device, some of its devices with a touchscreen and switched to, you know, AMOLED screens, which are gorgeous as opposed mm -hmm. to the Garmin Pixel screens that uh, some of the other device, other Garmin devices have, and certainly the older ones have. So there's sort of a convergence from both. And, well, it should be it should be noted that Apple added a button to the yes. watch, to the and Apple Watch Ultra. So like they recognize that that orange that button. You right also touch screen on the watch, depending on what you're doing, isn't always ideal. Yeah. So they did add that action button. That's you know pretty cool in the sense that it works differently with each app, and it's not really customizable. Apparently, that... it's, apparently, there there third party apps are going to be available, which will make it more customizable. Right now, okay. you've got like seven or eight things you can do. Right, the action button. You start a workout, depending you know? on what you're doing. Right, depending on what it's doing. Right, you and 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 some users have already set up shortcuts that allow them mm -hmm. to sort of get more granular with exactly what the action button does. Um, I, I really think. You know, I don't think Apple breaks out the sales of individual you know, devices like this, but just from the online chatter, it really feels like this is a hit for Apple. You yeah. know, I mean, people are already talking about I'm, I want, uh, you know, one in a different finish. I want one that does X, Y. They're already thinking ahead to what Apple might do next yeah, year. Yeah, I could see, I could see a space black titanium absolutely finish. Um, it also should be noted that. I mean, while it's not cheap, it's it's seven hundred ninety nine dollars, which is hardly uh, inexpensive. But compared to the Garmin watches, compared to other watches in its class, and even compared to the Apple Watch Series Eight, all right, yeah. well, let's compare it to the Apple Watch Series Seven. So the Series Seven, the forty five millimeter Series Seven mm -hmm. edition, which came in titanium and had the GP uh, uh, cellular with GPS. Was eight hundred and forty nine dollars started at eight hundred forty nine. So this is actually less than that with a bigger screen, yeah. way more features, bigger battery life, all that stuff. They really priced it aggressive. They could have priced it at nine ninety nine. You would have bought one. A lot of people would have yeah. bought one for that yeah. price. That's still that's where that's we all thought it was going to yeah. come in at. And I well, I was thinking maybe as they so when we were watching the presentation, they're going through all this stuff that it does: the dive stuff, the battery, the screen, the the. Uh, Action that button. mode where it, where it glows red when it's dark, like there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like 11.99, mm -hmm. you know, because and then they came in at 7.99. I was like, wow, that's so. Apple Watch Series Eight starts at 3.99, 41 millimeters, 4.29 for 45 millimeters, and if you, if you add the GPS, we we add 100 dollars onto that. You know, we're starting to get real close. Yeah, and you get titanium. It's bigger, all that stuff. All the bands work, so you you know you can interchange them. Um, there's a lot of people that I've read that are buying it and you know don't even don't use any of the features. Like you 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 only use some of them. Like some people are like listen, I just want a cool watch and I, I like it. Yeah. So you know, it'll be. It's, really, I think it's I think it's a good a good move for Apple. I, it'll be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like Apple. I mean, I'm you know, in terms of attracting the people to an Apple Watch. Apple has gotten about as many people right now, you know, as it can. I mean, there will always be new new customers, but in I general, mean, when, whenever they release their quarterly reports, they always say like, I don't know, fifty percent of Apple Watch buyers are new to the platform. Like it's it's growing, yeah, consistently more so than any, every other category. 
well, maybe not services, but any every other hardware category. But yeah, you're right. It's going to start to plateau at some point. It's been out for five years, six years, six years. Uh, 2014, years. I think. Oh, when... seven, series seven. Yeah, we're, we're at seven years. So eight. This is, well, we're, we're in the eighth year. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's been out for a long time now. And the upgrade isn't, it's, it's not an annual upgrade. So if you look at the series eight versus the series seven, it's very similar. You're getting yeah. a temperature sensor, which is mainly for uh, fertility. Yeah. It does, you know, it can track temperature, but Apple doesn't recommend using it for that. It's 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 for uh, cycle tracking and fertility. And it has the, is that it? Is that like the, that's the, oh, well, the crash detection. That's the other thing. Yeah. So the, the old watches don't have that because it has the newer um, accelerometer and uh, gyroscope. So it has crash detection, temperature sensor. That's it. That's the difference. Same screen, same everything. Same chip. Same chip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've had the same chip now for three years. Uh, S8 is the same as the S7 is the same as the S6. I mean, it's fine. Google Google just released its Pixel Watch today that has a MediaTek processor from like 2018. So the bezels are us watch? The one with the, the big bezel, bezel yeah, on it? I mean, you want to I talk mean, about listen, I'll say, big I'll say this. No. It's, the, it's the nicest... All right, Samsung's probably better, but it's it's the nicest Wear OS watch. That's not saying much. That's 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 a very backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Pixel Watch it's three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, as as Ken said, very very large bezels, like comically large. Yeah. Um, it's still circular, so all the text gets cut off. It has a lot of Fitbit stuff, which is fine, but you can get the Versa for way less. It lasts like a week. If, and what I'm saying is, if you want Fitbit stuff, mm-hmm. you know the Google's Google does more smart smartwatch stuff, but it remains to be seen how well it does that. It was never, you know, Android Wear. That's why the company stopped making it. That's why Samsung went on its own direction. That now they're back because it didn't do enough. You know, yeah. Apple has that tight integration with your phone, your Mac, all this stuff. You know, you have it on and on Mac, your Mac. It does all these cool things. Google, uh, you know, Wear OS, Google Android. They just never quite got there. We'll see what it does now that it has its own watch. I mean, we'll see. Google's well, I, history with hardware is suspect, so I, I, know, don't, I, I don't necessarily trust it. Right. Now, I was just going to say in terms you know, of, of the Apple ecosystem, it is, it is a bit of a walled garden. I remember after I you know, was using this for a couple of days and I pinged a friend of mine, how do I do this? He's like, this is Apple. You can't do that. Apple sort of restricts, you know, like watch faces, for instance. Sure. You know, well, that, that's that's it, a big one. Yeah, yeah. That, that is. And I, At I like some to- point, soon i wonder if they'll so they opened up the lock screen kind of it sure feels on like there's a watch app store yeah. to be built easily yeah. for the apple yeah. watch i mean listen apple has great watches but there's what 25 of them maybe less you know every now and again there'll be someone on twitter that creates one it's like oh man i wish i could put that on my watch it's because they you know they, they make these developers make great stuff yes they do and they fill needs and they you know so apple would have to curate the hell out of it because you don't want buggy watches, watch phrases that crash and 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 eat up your battery and all that stuff. But I feel like that could be done relatively easily. And yeah, yeah I would love to see a third party watch face. So, so, uh, yeah, that, that's even if it's not a store, even if it's it's only free stuff like widgets. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You know, I'm sure developers would too. Yeah, or complications, whatever. But you know, it's interesting. Um, having said that, uh, you know. 
there are also things that the Apple Watch does that the Garmin did not do. I can answer a phone call. I can right. respond to messages. Yeah. Uh, when I sit down in front of my MacBook Pro, it unlocks because I've got the watch on. It locks when I walk away. Yeah. It's tightly integrated with the phone, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it, I, I really am glad to be back because it, things do really work well for me. I was yeah. just waiting for this piece of hardware to drop drop into place. The calls and messages are the, are the big thing that um, if you don't have either Apple Watch with iPhone or Wear OS with um, Android, you, you, you can see that there's a call, but you can't answer yeah, it. And you can you see, can there's, see a that message, there's a message. And the only way to you respond, can't really respond to it. You know, it's so that, that is, is a big change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's so really that, like the number one reason to buy, like to buy into an ecosystem. Yeah, well, and especially, you know, and again, this is a plus, having um, cellular on the Apple Watch Ultra just built in. You don't have to do anything extra. Well, now you, you got to pay, pay 10 bucks yeah, a month 10, or whatever it is to provision a, a line for it. But if you really are sort of an ultra marathon or you don't want to carry a phone with you or you're going to be hiking around and you just want your watch, you can stay in touch with the entire world, uh, you know, using this yeah. as long as you got a cellular cell signal, you know. Yeah, there's a lot. If you leave your phone behind, you know, it's like a mini phone. You'll get all your notifications, all your calls, all your messages. Um, you know, it's it. You got to use the tiny little screen to to respond to all that stuff. So yeah, you that's type it out. That's email. not always easy to do. Yeah, right, not right. So you know, there are some things where where you're hamstrung, but for the most part, it's a great way to untether for a little bit. Yeah. So question, Michael, I, you know, thinking to next year, because I'm already thinking of next year, do we think, do we have any sense at all whether Apple, you know, is ready to move ahead with a new chip for these things? Could they, I don't could know. they really use the same chip? Well, here's a question. You, you're using it. Does it feel like it needs no, to? No issues. None. I have this, not lagging, I have the same, not slow. It does everything yeah, I want. I have the same Apple. observations and, you know, I think it's a little bit disingenuous that they keep renaming it because <laughs> it's literally the same chip, but you know, that's marketing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. All right. So here's a, here's the thing. So we ran an article today about the A16 chip in the iPhone. Yeah, that was a good piece. Pro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Cross, he does it every year and he found that it's just, it's nothing to really write home about. Uh, yeah. The gains are, are smaller than ever. The differences between the 15 and the 16 are smaller than ever. The need for it is smaller than ever. Like, you know, the, the iPhone has had a capable chip, more than a capable chip for several generations now. But so Apple keeps, they keep renaming it and 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 bumping the, the processor speed and the GPU uh, speeds. But, you know, it's not necessary. And now the gains aren't even really like like important, like they're not measurable. 10% is, okay, well, what am I going to do with that? Nothing. It's a number, but you're not feeling yeah. it. Right. I so see. they do they do benchmark, but there's there's not a lot of, of point to it. The, the, the reason I ask is I was going to say, for something, especially for the watch, I could see if they're working on, and I would presume they are, a new chip that maybe isn't necessarily faster, but that is much more energy efficient, and therefore yeah. they can extend that battery life out more. That's the yeah, one they, they I, need... That's that's where the that's where the the next breakthrough with the chip and the battery and all that has to come from. I think these things are fast. Enough. I mean, hell, our Macs are fast enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, I have an M1 Pro. So do you? Yeah, I don't need anything else. Oh, 
it's fine you know uh even like people who are buying a mac pro like you don't need the power that's going to be delivered in that machine very few people actually need that level of processing unless you're a hollywood studio or something right. you're just not gonna be able and to nobody nobody needs it in a phone or a watch nobody yeah these things work incredibly well the power that we have in our pocket and in our wrist is is nuts compared to like laptops maybe seven years ago it's insane yeah. yeah so at some point like these chips aren't going to really they're just going to be you know numbers yeah. Um, so maybe the S9 chip, maybe you're right. Maybe it's more power efficient, but it also costs money and you know uh, pr uh, processing, uh, fabrications and all that stuff. Like all that costs money. So to keep costs down, I guess you know it makes sense to recycle these chips. I don't even know if Apple's going to come out with an Apple Watch Ultra two next year. Right. Like maybe not. The SE well, Garmin, Garmin only comes out like, like they really yeah. sort of space theirs out every couple of years. Yeah, and the SE is on a two-year cadence. Yeah, we just got the SE two, which is man, talk about not changing. Yeah. There's nothing new in that one. <laughs> That's the same chip. I was actually not no because we're going back two years. I'm a six S six S. That was the S five. So this chip is better. Um, and the crash detection. I mean, that is it. It doesn't have it always on display. It doesn't have any of the sensors, the oxygen sensor, the EKG sensor, none of that. Yeah. Crash detection, slightly, slightly faster trip. So um, maybe the Ultra is on a two-year cadence as well. And we get the Series 9 next year, which we, we don't need. But maybe, you know, Apple has, they've established that there's a new watch every year. So they kind of have to, same thing with the phone. Yeah, but, I, um, I think it's... It would be it would be a bit. I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, I could totally see why Apple would want to go to a two year cycle on these things. Yeah, we don't um, we don't need one every year. I mean, listen, all right. I so do. I do. The series what are you talking about. Well, you, you you haven't bought an Apple Watch ever. You're gonna buy a sorry. So if there's an Apple Watch Ultra two, yeah, you'd buy one. Yeah. But, all right. Let's say let's say all it does is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Say it has like like, like battery a new, life, uh, more efficient. Yeah, say it goes to goes to forty hours of forty eight hours of battery life. Yeah. And well, no, no, not to forty hours. I wouldn't do that. Or you know, but forty eight hours. How about that? Like, what does it need to be for you to upgrade? Um, From one to two. Probably, if they were to go with a new finish, I, I'm you know again, this is something that is personal. It's not yep. rational necessarily, but <laughs> I'm not, and I have no problem with the titanium finish. But I do think something in space black yep. would be really cool. Um, sure. You know, we'll see. I don't know. Again, I'm just sort of thinking ahead to what. I mean, well, that that could happen. They could just release a new color. Well, and see, and then I'd really have to think about it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, because you know, I really like this one, and it's not that I dislike the titanium at all. I mean, there's some people online. Oh, I want it in black. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not that. I would have been perfectly happy if they rolled out a black one this year and did titanium next year. I would have still bought the black one this year mm -hmm. and might still hesitate next year. But uh, um, anyway, okay. Well, I think that's about it for Apple Watch. Unless you've got any other uh, observations you want to throw out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I mean, looking at the Pixel that yeah. released today, you know, we were just talking about it a few minutes ago. Yeah. So Google, Google's been working on that for ever. I mean, we've had rumors about that going back five years. I mean, obviously it's 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 matured, yeah. but 
So we got a $350 watch with Fitbit, nothing different. It's just all the Fitbit stuff built into it. Uh, pretty large bezels, a four-year-old processor, Google stuff, you know, Android. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, like the Google services are all built in as they always been. Yeah. 24-hour 24, 24 battery life at max. That's what it says. So what incentive does Apple have to iterate, I'm mean, sorry, to innovate year over year when it is so far ahead of anything that's even close? So you can, you can say Garmin was ahead of them mm -hmm. in the sense that they tackled a different market. Mm -hmm. But if you look at competitors, Samsung, Google, I don't know, whoever, Fossil, whoever other makes, makes Android. I mean, there's no one that's really even close. Samsung is probably the closest and it's still not really. And it's getting to the point where it's like Apple could really like rest for two years on the series eight and still be like a year and a half ahead of the competition. And, and on the ultra, I agree, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there's nothing on Android that compares to the ultra, nothing. No. No. You'd have to go to Garmin, and then Garmin doesn't really work as well with your Android phone as a Google or a Samsung watch would with the compatible ecosystem phone. There's nothing out there that's even close to that. Google has their like Google Fit or something, Galaxy Fit, whatever it is. That's not this. This is a specific niche watch. No one else makes anything anything like this. Yeah, and and again, you know, I, I do think that as third party apps come out for this thing, the capabilities that it comes with will extend. You know, and, and Apple might be able to do rather than come out with a new watch next year, they may come out with you know some new software or apps. Or well, something. yeah, they'll be they'll be Watch OS ten. I wonder if there'll be specific ultra features on that. Maybe, you yeah. know, we don't know. They they don't usually do that, but they might in this instance because it's a different watch. Well, it's, you, you know, if you, you look at iPhone, iPad OS, actually, and iOS, but... there's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they could no, make they it more customizable or stuff. Yeah, sure. And that's one way of sort of extending it, you know, another year without necessarily doing the new hardware. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it's super impressive that in <clears throat> eight, eight years, seven, eight years, very, very quietly too. It's not a juggernaut like the iPhone, but Apple has really turned that Apple watch into a compelling, a completely, you know, a, a device that you almost have to have at this point, if you're an iPhone user. I, I agree. And, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll close it on this. When I'm looking around at the, the gym and people who are tracking their fitness, 95% of what they're using are Apple Watches. Yeah. I haven't seen another Apple Watch Ultra yet, and no one's come up yeah, well, that's very, it's very at the Apple good. Watch Ultra. I'm not sure anybody really, you know, yeah. but it has become the default for yeah. people, you know, who are just casual athletes, if you will. Um, so I'm watching to see when, when one of these things shows up. And looking to see if I see any, you know, any Garmin showing up, you know, you might see one or two now and then, but I mean, that's just my anecdotal. That's not. Yeah. Know. And, you know, Fitbit's out there too, but you're right. And it's also, I <laughs> wonder, so way back when the iPod launched, we talked about that halo effect, mm -hmm. which is people really wanted an iPod. So they bought a Mac. I mean, maybe now this, this ultra. It's it's appealing to this niche this niche market that might not be iPhone users. Yeah, maybe it starts selling iPhones. I don't know. We'll I see. see. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, Michael, thank you for a great discussion. I'm glad I actually had something I could really offer this time from personal experience. 
Um, and, and thank everybody for watching us. Again, if you're watching us on uh, the Computer World LinkedIn page, be sure to go to our YouTube page, like us, add a comment. Uh, we'll try to drop in uh, a link to the piece that I wrote for Macworld somewhere so you can find that. Uh, be sure to subscribe, You know, click the bell so you'll know when our next episode's coming up. You don't want to miss us. Uh, and I think for now, uh, it's time to go. But I'm bummed. Had to get a little humor in there. Thanks for watching.